Time for a palette cleanser. When you think of color, you probably think of Crayola. And when you open that big green and gold box of 64, which ones do you always reach for? Do you live in shades of gray or paint with all the colors of the wind? For this minisode, the great pop culture debate is going to answer who's your daddy as we discuss the best Crayola crayon color. I'm your host, Eric Resniak, and I just blew myself. Please welcome <laughs> my rainbow coalition of a panel, Joelle Bodecker, orange you glad you accepted my invitation. I think you mean macaroni and cheese? I do, and now I'm hungry. <laughs> Copper, I barely know her. It's Carissa Claus. Well, you may tickle me pink. <laughs> ah. And if you cross her, prepare to get red. Welcome back, Kate Reculia. Well, redding is fundamental. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> For this mini-sode, we created a list of the colors that have appeared in Crayola's standard box of 64 colors since the line debuted in the early 1900s. There were nearly 200 options, everything from retired classic colors like English Vermilion to more audacious modern editions like Marvelous. Note that we did not include specialty sets like glitter, neon, or color change. We took the votes from the general public and combined them with our panelists' personal picks to create a mini-bracket of 16 options. Our panelists then made their decision and now we argue and insult each other all for your amusement so clear the colored wax out of your ears as we discuss the best crayola crayon color ever want to follow along at home check greatpopculturedebate.com for this bracket and for the brackets for our other episodes first up three quarters of our panel was certain that cerulean was superior to turquoise blue kate you decided to rep for my aunt penny's favorite jewelry stone why <laughs> I mean, I think you've just given me the answer because <laughs> because turquoise, like, I mean, it's just, it's just, I think, I think that it is a more versatile color. You wouldn't color a sky cerulean, but you would color a sky and an ocean turquoise blue or jewelry. Um, it's also the cover, color of many um, Care Bears of my preference, which was a thing that I colored a lot of <laughs> like once upon a time when I was using crayons more regularly. Um, also, if we're just talking about the aesthetics of the crayon itself, there's just something very beautiful about the contrast with the light, the lighter blue um, wrap on the darker, um, the, the slightly lighter blue, uh, turquoise, turquoise blue versus cerulean. I think this is probably going to be something that I just have to seed because like, oh my God, they're basically the same color, but <laughs> how dare you? They're not at all alike. Stand your ground. But yes, I, I, I'm here to rep for turquoise blue. Okay. Um, and Carissa, how about you with cerulean? Yeah, so I'll agree with Kate that we are arguing nuance here, um, <laughs> but I would disagree with Kate. I would totally color a sky with cerulean. I would also color an ocean and a lake and a creek and whatever else with cerulean blue because it is lovely. And like, if you want to talk about the wrapper to wax aesthetic, uh, you have this <laughs> like... The cerulean label is dark enough that you can kind of see like the grain of the paper that they use, which as someone who like works in publishing and prints books on beautifully grained papers um, as my day job, I very much appreciate. So 
I don't know. I mean, turquoise blue is lovely, but it's like it's like lighter <laughs> in that oh, missing that like blue part. So, <laughs> three cheers for cerulean. <laughs> and, and Joelle, are you sticking with your cerulean pick here? Oh, a hundred percent. It's just a stronger, stronger color to me. Yeah, I am. I am too. And here's the thing about turquoise. I'm going to have to use the RuPaul Lady Turquoise. <laughs> um, sorry, I had to do it. But um, to me, it just feels so dated. There's something about it that feels campy. And um, this is the I, argument for it, Eric. No, it's not. Like to me, like I love. I love nostalgia and retro, but this falls into like the avocado fridge like area of color palettes, right? Like things that don't make any sense in a modern context. Um, and when I think of it, I can only think of um, that woman from uh, Poltergeist, Tangina, like yes. l- laden with turquoise. Like there's just something about it that feels old lady and um, New Mexico craft fair. So yes. it's... And and again, those are all again. selling points for Kate Ricoy. <laughs> literally, all I'm like, you're just making my argument for me. Back at you. Can, so can we also represent just... a saxophone solo? Yes, and some crispix or like raisin bran. <laughs> oh, we're not going back there. We've done it. We're moving forward. Joel, you wanted to add something? Yeah. Can we just double wears Prada this and just remember Cerulean oh, let's hold- significance? Let's hold on to that for round two because Got I am 100 percent pulling that out okay. for round two. Okay, I'm relieved but to hear that. We are moving Cerulean forward, so uh, I'm sorry, Kate. Turquoise is... okay. I can't hate it. I can't hate it. But turquoise have always got your back, man. (laughs) That's very sweet. So we were evenly split between Brick Red and Dandelion. Joelle, why don't you want to weed out Dandelion? (laughs) Um, It's a fascinating thing, actually, because Dandelion, I just learned last night, was retired three years ago, and I was horrified because... I fell in love with it while going through the effort of uh, figuring out, is dandelion better than brick red? Um, I think <laughs> it's it, it's a clean yellow. It's such a clean yellow. It's the perfect sun. If I was actually looking at the regular yellow, it's too bright and it's just not right. The dandelion makes a sun. It obviously makes a mean dandelion. Uh, it looks cleaner than that goldenrod we'll get to a little bit sooner. Um, and it's just timeless, despite the fact that they decided to retire it. I think it's timeless. It is genuinely surprising to me that they retired it. I was unaware of it Um, because I do think you're right. It is a beautiful yellow and it is, I would go to it before I would go to the standard yellow. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll lay the foundation for brick red and I am not a red person. If we're doing my colors, I am very much a winter. I can't wear red (laughs) because it makes me look all splotchy and uh, flush. I can't wear green because it brings out my natural witch undertone. (laughs) But um, with reds, Brick red is where I would go to. It's rich. It's luxurious looking. And, um, you know, there's the difference between how it looks on the page versus how it looks on the crayon. In the page, it, it, it almost borders on purple a little bit. But I just think it really has this power and this um, there's something about it I find very compelling. And that is totally a color that I would go to, again, over the standard red. Um, so we were split on this. Kate, where are you coming down? Um, what did I originally say? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either. Red. It's I, brick red here. Oh, red. I did say red. Oh, I'm going to go with dandelion because it is I the, the makes the best sun. Super compelling argument. Also, I'm just really fond of a yellow crayon, um, which I think is uh, because of the message I received from that Mr. Rogers video. Right. Where they go make crayons and they make yellow crayons. I don't think that they're making dandelion. I think they're making like a true yellow. Which they I are agree. making yellow. I just rewatched that. It's just that a little video, too yellow. Uh, 
But dandelion <laughs> is a happy color. Like I look at it and I can wear yellow actually, weirdly. Maybe I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> I think you need to live your truth, Kate. I think I you need to live it. And how about you, Chris? where are you coming down on this? I'm staying with the dandelion and I am actually wearing yellow right now. Wow. Lovely. So it sounds like dandelion is going to advance. Yes. That's exciting. That's exciting. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Well done, Joelle. You you did it. I did it. Uh, Mr. Sun, Mr. Golden Sun. Golden Sun. <laughs> 75% of our panel gave the rod to Goldenrod, while Carissa was partial to Periwinkle. Carissa, why? Well, A, it's fun to say, right? It Periwinkle. Is, yeah. It's cute. B, you, this will become more apparent as this goes on, but I am a blue person. Blues are my favorite colors. And I had already pushed forward the dandelion. And so in this in this matchup, I went with the blue just because I felt like the goldenrod is really similar to the dandelion, but I thought dandelion was better. And I know that those two were not up against each other, but if I put it forward, I knew they would be. And so I went with uh, something different, the periwinkle, which I think is a lovely light blue, but it's more sophisticated than that. It's not like that baby blue color. It's got like a little bit of purple to it. And it's just pretty. It is. It's very much, it's like the dandy of crayons, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's a gentleman's color. Well, Um, it's a unisex color, but there's a little bit of like foppery with it. Yes. Yes. That's that's what I'm going with. Joelle, what appeals to you about goldenrod? So goldenrod is a color that I've never forgotten. Like other Mm. colors came and left in my head, but goldenrod just, it sticks with me. And, you know, a few years ago at work, we were naming brand colors, as exciting as that sounds. And I got the (laughs) chance to name our yellow. And I was like, well, this is clearly a goldenrod. And it it just stuck and people liked it. And um, something about the name is more important than the color to me in this particular case. But it is a great color. I think it's a nice, strong yellow. If you're trying to make sure your your yellow is seen, I think dandelion and reg- regular yellow can kind of go missing on a on a white paper in a dark room. But goldenrod cannot be missed. Yeah, it's true. It's it's almost got some brown to it. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little. Um, brown. It borders on mustard to me. Yes. Yeah. Did anyone want to change their their vote to Periwinkle, or the are we staying f- steadfast, or giving the nod to Goldenrod, which is what I meant to say initially? <laughs> I am I am nodding at the rod, as it were. That sounded. <laughs> and, and I'm going to stay too, and I'll say this, Carissa. I I do love Periwinkle, and it's one of Same. the colors that I think I I go to often. But you kind of pointed out, like almost half of these picks are blues, and so I had to start kind of separating the wheat from the chaff as it were. And it, to me, it was one of my least favorite blues that were in this grouping. It's true. So, it's true. Yeah. Periwinkle suffered by comparison to other things that are snuggling it in the color wheel. <laughs> huh. I see. I, I prefer it to some of these other blues we're going to talk about, but that's fine. I that's totally fine. understand. And the goldenrod is, a, it's lovely. It's like a warm, yeah, a warm, yellowy, yeah. shiny, warm. I don't know. Yeah. And to me, it also is, uh, we said this about turquoise, but it seems very dated to me. It seems like a 70s color, but I don't feel like it is as ubiquitous with the 70s mm-hmm. as turquoise was. So maybe that's why I don't have that kind of, uh, no, it, it's not really for me. So anyway, Goldenrod moving forward. Carissa was also the lone woman standing sentinel for pine green. While the rest of us mm-hmm. nested with Robin's egg blue, Carissa, why pine green? Well, this is the only green in our bracket. So I think it deserved it for just that. But also, um, and as I've said, I am a blue person. The Robin's egg blue is kind of not my favorite. 
Um, the pine green is such like a deep, rich, uh, woody color, but there's a little bit of a blue tint to it. It very much is like, you know, um, mountain lake with all of the pines in the background and like just really fresh and clean and pretty. And that's it, like it evokes a smell for me as well as just like, you know, the color reference. So it's beautiful. Yeah, and I totally get that. It is funny to me that that's the only green in this group because I feel like green is second only to blue in terms of color popularity, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, but the reason I would disagree with Robin's Egg Blue is growing up as a kid in the country, I actually would see literal Robin's eggs. Like we would find nests of them. And this color is an exact representation of what those eggs look like. It is a, a really beautiful encapsulation of it. I think it pops on the page. Um, if we want to talk about the crayon itself, I think it's less successful in terms of like the combination of the crayon with the wrapper. It doesn't really, I don't think work as some of as well as like cerulean we were talking about does. But um, it, to me, Robin's egg blue is that beautiful bright it's not a overly obnoxious color it has I, I think some novelty to it um pine green is, is a great color it's a great strong color and i hear what you're saying about like you can almost smell when you see it um but i, I think that robin's egg blue is a really great representation of exactly what the color is supposed to be um did anybody want to change their votes on this one i do <gasps> Scandalo. <laughs> Scandalo. Yeah, I'm going to come over to Pine Green because this was, I mean, I think you're like the part, the part of your argument that convinced me is that it is the only green um, in the lineup. And I wonder if there's just something like um, I am a blue person. I'm also a green person, which is why like I like your turquoises, right? I like your blue greens, mm. best of all, in terms of just pure color preferences. Um, I wonder if like in looking at the colors, like I was not as enchanted by the green selection. And maybe Crayola just like falls down on the job in terms of representing like greens to me. <laughs> Ooh, is that fighting words? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Joelle, you have more knowledge of this than I do, but my sense is there are not as many greens as there are blues. Yeah, I think there are more blues than anything so else. Many different I will blues. tell you, I'm looking right at my 64 crayon box right now, and there's quite a few greens. And some of my favorite greens are clearly not on this because pine green is not one of them. Pine green is, in fact, not even in the 64. It's actually oh, only wow. in the big box, which I think is 96. Um, mm. When I huh. think about green and Crayola, I, I love their actual regular green. I love their shamrock <laughs> that was introduced when I was a kid. Um, I love their like green yellow. That one's fun because it's 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 shiny or not shiny, but like crazy bright and not super useful. But yeah, the pine <laughs> green just it looks so drab to me, and it just made me sad. And Robin's egg blue was another one introduced when I was a kid, and I I just have a soft spot for it. So that one's a, that one's a nostalgia factor for me, but I also think it's pretty. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I mean, I think pine green is pretty too. Like it's the color of my LL Bean backpack from seventh grade all the way through the end of high school that I still own. It's oh, back same. in my closet. Yeah. So it's like that. A hundred percent. I have one too. Yeah. With the little reflector stripe on it. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in some ways it's like, it's a color I think that I don't see because like, it's just a part of what I like about the way the world is put together. It's this like beautiful piney green color. So yeah, I'm here for pine green. Woohoo! And Joelle, you're sticking with Robin's egg blue. I mean, I have to for my own just love of Robin's egg blue. But like, I I I will say the argument about it being the only green is the only reason I would switch over. So if we really want to have a consensus, I would be willing to switch mine. We don't have to have a consensus. Okay. What would happen in this case, since it's split 50-50, is unfortunately my vote counts twice because <laughs> I'm a jerk. 
And I'm not I'm not gonna budge on Robin's egg blue. I do agree that it is unfortunate that we don't have any other greens in this poll, and I find that very strange. But that is not in itself a reason to put it forward. And I will agree with Joel that there are much better greens, in my opinion, out there that I find more compelling. I think pine greens are really pretty. Um, and I think it's very nineties. I, I, when mm-hmm. Kate was saying I have backpacks that yeah. were that color, like, yep, that was one of those colors that you would be seeing in the early nineties, especially. It's a nod to the crisp Seattle weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that is a reason for me to switch my vote. So I am sorry, ladies, I'm going to have to pull rank and we're, we are advancing Robin's egg blue, but That's you Okay, I respect that. Great job arguing it, Carissa. Well done. Thank you. I earned one vote, so that's that's (laughs) my job. You did. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Joelle, you came in second place by picking silver, while the rest of us were all shucks for cornflower. Joelle, why did you go with silver? I mean, this is a two-factor here. I will tell you from the start, I hate cornflower, and I'm amazed by your love for it. So we're going to talk. But silver, silver was always so special to me when you spotted it in the box and it wasn't already like worn down to a nub and you got to actually draw with it. That was so special to me. Um, I loved being able to use silver. I'm an an Olympics kid. I loved watching the Olympics. And Mm, I would draw in color during the Olympics. You better believe I had like silver, gold and copper as bronze just right there on my (laughs) on my page. Um, I, I think silver, it's not incredibly versatile, but it's useful when you need it. Um, and I just, I always loved it. I just loved how it stands out and shines in the box. Um, you mentioned that it was sharper than normal. Do you know, is it a harder crayon than the others because of the pigments in it or? Oh, did I say sharper? I I just meant like it, it stands out and. Oh, I see what you mean. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about it was actually harder than the other colors, which oh, no, maybe, be, I don't know. If it was made out of metal, man, that would be quite the, quite the coup in the crayon box. Yeah, that really would be. Um, Kate, why don't you speak on cornflower, which apparently is uh, Joelle's like, I didn't know numero be- uno enemy, the controversial cornflower. I didn't know it was going to be so divisive um, or, or the, so emotional. Although I guess I did because I have a strong emotion towards cornflower that's positive. <laughs> Um, I know what cornflower is because of this crayon, right? Like this crayon introduced this the concept of this color to me, and that's why I I like it so much. It's a beautiful color. Like it's it's a it's a fun word. Like what the hell is a cornflower? Like is it is there actually a cornflower? I don't know. There must be. I should look that up. Probably there is. I believe is. yes. Yeah, I, I googled like, it. <laughs> but it's such a. It, again, it's versatile. Like you can color a sky, you can color um, clothing, you can color many Muppets and Sesame Street <laughs> characters and um, Muppet babies. It is technically the color of the Muppet ba- baby Gonzo's nose, which is like oh. a big, it's a big get for me to have like yeah. accurate, accurate color to like put that on the in the coloring book. <laughs> um, I just I really like it, and and again, it's sort of like looking in a box of crayons and understanding color pigment, um, color wheels, like different colors together. Like this was a discovery moment for me to be like, Whoa, this is this, this color has a name. Colors have names. What a thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I agree with that. It, there is something about it that is delicate to me. Um, it's funny because when you look at the crayon itself, it seems like it's going to be far more uh, dark it's a on the page. Yeah. It's a surprise. Yep. Mm-hmm. It comes out lighter than you expect it to be, but I feel like there's something really lovely and, um, soft about it but not in a way that's that's weak I, yes. I i realize that's a terrible way of describing that but um i think again delicate is the word i would use to describe carissa um are you sticking with cornflower here 
Yes, but I would say that this was my hardest matchup because I love cornflour. Um, but I also think that Crayolan knocks it out of the park with their metallics. They do. Oh, they yeah. Do. And the silver is just like, that's my favorite metallic. And so this one was like the 90s matchup of, you know, things <laughs> that I love and having to choose just one was really hard. But I think um, back to your point about the the lightness of the color and the sweetness of it, um, it's really similar on the page to Periwinkle, but the crayons themselves look very different. So that, you know, that adds to some of the surprise. And I think it also is what makes it a more sophisticated color. And that's kind of what I've been going to as we discuss them now as an adult um, who hasn't colored in decades. Um, looking for some of these more like sophisticated versions of shades and realizing that Crayola does it really well. Mm-hmm. They do. Sophisticated shading. Ooh. You will get it from Crayola and from drag queens. <laughs> 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 All right. So we are advancing cornflower to round two. Next it's a red alert. We were evenly split between red violet and red orange. <laughs> so I'm going to Beauregard red violet while Kate will go classic with red orange. Kate, why don't you go first? So here's, here's a little story about little Kate. Um, she loved to draw cats. <laughs> Yes, she did. She sure did. I remember reading your comics in the Grimshaw student newspaper before I even knew you. She had a <gasps> cat's comic strip. <laughs> Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, she I was mean, famous. Obviously, these cats were anthropomorphic cats. Like, they walked on their hind legs and they wore clothing. And sometimes <laughs> I was really proud of the one time I drew, like, a cat that was clearly based on my dad jingling, like, change in his pocket. Like, you could see his little paw was in there and there, there were, like, quarters and stuff in there. He's, like, walking around at the state fair. This is a great picture. Anyway, <laughs> because it was the 80s and I was obviously, like, just, like, cats were orange, Garfield. <laughs> Sure. So, sure. Red orange was the color of my cats when I wasn't working just in a black and white medium to be reprinted in the Grimshaw Gazette. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this this color, I mean, it's not it's not like too pumpkiny. It's not like too auburny. This is the color of the cats in Kate's anthropomorphized cat universe. Um, and again, it's a completely personal decision. It's like, and I, I just think it's like a pretty color. Again, it's a sophisticated kind of orange, right? It's not, um, it's not, it's not construction or like, like blaze orange for hunting. Like it's, a, it's a really gentle, warm orange that is extremely versatile when you are creating a universe of anthropomorphic cats. That's an awesome argument for Thank it. You. And I will tell you, you've almost swayed me strictly oh. on the basis of the Garfield alone. Because that right? is so on. But I'm going to speak for Red Violet because we have no purples in this group. No true purples. Which is shocking to me because purple is one of my favorite colors. And I think there's some beautiful purples that are in the Crayola set. Red Violet, I think, is very rich. It is... Um, it. it feels luxurious to me um i think you i'm looking at this and i'm seeing flowers i'm seeing gowns beautiful gowns um (laughs) and to me i i have to push for it just because um no purple in a top colors list is madness but um i'm i'm finding a hard time differing kate's very persuasive argument and the nostalgia to it sidebar for everyone listening to this i i hope you all understand how um all of these arguments are going to be completely 
bonkers, right? There is no specific <laughs> objective metrics to what is a better color than another. You just have to go with your gut and your, I feel like uh, we're seeing a lot of childhood sense memories yes. coming yes. up in this. So our discussions here are going to be totally like, hopefully they will inspire discussions for your own self where you're like, well, that's why that color means so much to me. So I don't have a personal collection to red violet. I think it's really beautiful. And I respect Kate's red orange argument. Does anyone want to switch their votes? Joel, where are you coming down here? So pretty much verbatim what you said, Eric, because we don't have another purple in here and purple is my jam. Uh, I literally wear it 90% of the time. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love that red orange. It's really pretty. And it was really tough to choose, but I had to go with the violet. All right, Carissa, where are you? Man, I went with the red orange, um, but I would be willing to switch to the red violet because it's. I think it's your argument about it as like basically the color of opulence. Um, opulence, and, and I see it. So you so own everything, I'm, red violet. Exactly. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I respect you did a. Wonderful job describing. I like. I love these arguments because, yeah, on the one hand, they're so silly and so like what WTF, but they're also so personal and really precious. I think so. I I think that's lovely. I feel like I want to go draw some anthropomorphic cats right now. And you know what? We're still in quarantine. For those listening to us, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. So there is literally never a better time to do some adult coloring than right now. Um, Draw those cats, Kate (laughs) Reculia. Three quarters of us were hooked on salmon while Carissa put the kettle to the metal by picking copper. Carissa, who hurt you? (laughs) Well, I mean, we can really blame cornflour for this because (laughs) it kicked out silver. And like I was saying earlier, the the metallic crayons are the coolest. (laughs) So like not having one in the top felt um, like a loss for me. Even though copper is not my favorite metallic, the silver is, I felt like you know, it like we should have one represented on a higher level. Although I will say that the salmon is lovely. And as far as, you know, pinks go, it is a sophisticated pink. So it is a super sophisticated pink. I do think, first of all, it's very interesting that gold did not make the top 16. Um, whereas silver and copper both did that. That's fascinating to me. Um, so I'm going to tell you why I pick salmon and <laughs> It is the dumbest rationale, but I think it's like, it's just what comes to my mind. First of all, I will say that like when doing my research on this, I didn't realize how much I actually really like salmon. I think it's a beautiful color. I think it is, as you pointed out, that sophisticated adult version of pink again. But when I think of salmon, I go back to Bear Week in Provincetown like (laughs) five years ago and I am at the boat slip for tea dance. And it's, if anyone knows what, what Bear Week is, it's for larger burly men and everyone's standing around not talking talking to one another, kind of doing the poser thing. And then in come in a group of like six twinks. And for those who don't know, twinks are generally young, skinny, um, pretty boys, right? And they're all dressed head to toe in pink with a fish symbol on them. <gasps> and finally, I'm, and, and no one is giving them any time because at Bear Week, you know what, what like twinks are, are, are invisible. It's the one time of the year that's true. So <laughs> finally, I just go up to them. I was like, what, what's happening? Like, what's, what's going on? And the one of them looked at me and said, what, does, what, do, we, what do bears eat? And I was like, what? And they're like, salmon. And I was like, oh. And for that reason, I'm voting for salmon. <laughs> I, I couldn't love that anymore. I love that so much. <laughs> that's my... That is my journey for why I voted for salmon. I'm taking this picture 
her the face of the like young beautiful twink who like looked at you like you were such an idiot exactly exactly <laughs> and literally i think my response was oh <laughs> that was it so anyway ladies and gentlemen i give you salmon um are we still uh three to one in favor I am. I am. I'm willing to change. <laughs> to props to those enterprising young gays. You know what? Exactly. I give props to them and props to a lovely, lovely color. So, any objections That's to our first sweep? Salmon sweeps it. Um, it got more luck than those boys did at Bear Week. I'll tell you that. Uh, Finally, for round one, we have another 50-50 split of 90s colors. Joelle will think on Tickle Me Pink. While Carissa will scoop up some macaroni and cheese, Joelle, go first. Oh, this one was a tough one. Um, these were both introduced when I was 10 years old. They're they are both special to me. They're part of that like 1993 release date that was amazing. Uh, Tickle Me Pink is just a cute name. I love mac and cheese. I could eat it every day of the week. I won't. Uh, I, at the end of the day, I just, I didn't think uh, mac and cheese was as strong and as um, close. So the mac and cheese color didn't feel as mac and cheese to me as I would have wanted it to be. And Tickle Me Pink is absolute nonsense and it's adorable. And that's just how I ended up picking it. Interesting. So Carissa, macaroni and cheese. Uh, I chose this specifically and solely based on the name. Uh, I think there's, Crayola has a lot of like, cute name crayons that didn't make this like inchworm you immediately know what that is um asparagus is another like there's a lot of good greens that didn't make the list um maybe because there were so many i don't know so this is fully a nostalgia pick and i will agree with joelle i don't think that the color on the page really looks like mac it's like it's a little too neon orangey. Yeah. It's like the craft mac, but like concentrated, you know, <laughs> like the powder when it's only slightly mixed. Um, so I, I don't think that like as a crayon, like the name and the result is like all that successful. Um, but props for just the name alone. I mean, there's no <laughs> other, there's no other crayon with cheese in the name. Like, <laughs> and it's anything more 90s yeah right it is like i love the fact that it was deliberately mimicking the powder version because that's exactly what it is it it has nothing to do with actual cheese it's whatever the fuck that powder is (laughs) that goes into craft dinner um but i think it's totally like i see that like yep that's what the powder from craft dinner looks like um that's why i voted for it kate you were tickling me pink right yeah i think it is of all of the crayon names, I think it is the best one. It's just such a cute name. It's it's the closest place. I mean, a lot of the different crayon colors like come close to the like sheer heights of like amazing linguistic ridiculousness of nail polish covers colors. <laughs> um, but tickle me pink is sort of like a gateway color for you. To, I'm sure there's a tickle me pink nail polish color. There has to be. Like oh, it, it, it just as a name, I think it is genius genius and it's a pretty Chef's color kiss. yeah and i don't like pink even like as a human especially like <laughs> as, as a as as a woman as a young girl like being forced to like quote unquote forced to be like you like pink i hated pink but now i'm a mature adult and i can say fuck the patriarchy i actually do kind of like <laughs> pink <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like we have an argument here that is I like the name better, but not the color, because I think in terms of the pinks that are available to us, Tickle Me Pink is 
less it's, it's second um, to salmon exciting yeah. Yeah, you know this yeah, is it's, a, it's a very sassy pink though if you look at it on the page it, it, it's the sort of pink that like seven-year-old me would have loved it didn't exist mm-hmm. when i was seven uh <laughs> uh when i was 10 i hated pink but <laughs> at the time i would have loved it it's just a sassy pink it's it, unlike salmon which is obviously much. it's a it's a miss piggy pink Mm-hmm. Oh, now that's a compelling argument for me because I can almost never deny Miss Piggy. Um, Carissa, are you staying steadfast in mac and cheese? I am just because I work with um, a, a, a few of my coworkers are 10 years younger than me. And when I mentioned we were having this discussion, they all said, ooh, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> like that was their like not even looking at a list like pulling from the ether what's your favorite crayon this was it for them (laughs) so it definitely has like recognition power and is like at the top of a lot of people's lists so that's my that's my last argument for this guy you know that's a great point um go ahead joelle i'm sorry i i could turn to mac and cheese very easily without losing any sleep over this choice so fyi yeah and the thing (laughs) i would say like chris like Kate had me with Miss Piggy, but then Chris took me back because I will say when we first came up with this topic, this is a user-generated submission, my initial first thought was mac and cheese. It is just such a, (laughs) it's almost ludicrous that there is a Crayola named mac and cheese (laughs) and that the color it represents is not actually macaroni and cheese. It is the powder that is used to make the shitty store brand version of it. That said, I love Kraft Dinner. I'm not shading it. Um, But you are correct. It, it's like kind of emblematic of that 90s rebranding for Crayola where they had all of these really fun, more kind of exciting names. It, it tended to be less stoic, mm-hmm. if you can call color stoic. <laughs> um, and so I, I do think for that reason, I'm going to stick to my guns with mac and cheese. And Joelle, did you said you were willing to flip? Yeah, I'm I'm so on the fence with these two. So I'm happy to go towards mac and cheese if, uh, if that's closer to consensus. Kate, are you sticking with Tickle Me Pink? You know what? I'm going to go to Mac and Cheese, too. You've swayed You've swayed me. It is also, Woo-hoo! I'm sure there's a nail color called macaroni and cheese somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> if it's not OPI, it's one of yeah. them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So there you have it, folks. Our Sweet 16 has been broken in half to an Elite 8. <laughs> we're going to take a really quick break, and we're going to come back and see where we end up with the best Crayola crayon color ever. Welcome back to the Great Pop Culture Debate Minisode on the Best Crayola Crayon Color. We are down to our Elite Eight, and here are our vibrant picks. First up, we have Cerulean versus Dandelion. I'm going to speak on behalf of Cerulean, and Kate's going to defend Dandelion. So for me, Cerulean, um, first of all, blue, I think, definitely was the most represented color on our top 16. And there's a reason for that. I, I suspect it is the most popular color uh, in general. But Cerulean has a richness to it. The term sophistication keeps coming up here. I'm sure if we did this exercise with a group of children, Cerulean would not make the list. But um, for (laughs) us, uh, a bunch of professional, strong women and a a, a gay man, um, Cerulean's taking it. And I need to really reference something that Joelle brought up at the end of round one, which is the speech from the Devil Wears Prada regarding the Cerulean belt, which I think has become kind of a cultural touchstone for a lot of people. And I've seen it turned into a meme to refer to virtually anything up to like systemic racism. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> right? Like, <laughs> so is cerulean as a color actually have anything to do with that argument? Maybe not. But I think the overarching point that like, it's a very specific type of blue that people will just offhand. Oh, well, that's a blue color. No, excuse yourself. It's cerulean. It is special. There is something about it that is unique and uh, it catches your eye and there's a reason you like it and it's more than what you think it is. So that's my argument for cerulean. Kate, go for dandelion. So uh, I, that's a good argument, actually. Not I'm sorry, that was shady. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good argument. Um, and, and I think what it is is sort of like making the case for what which of these colors are iconic, right? Um, and dandelion, like the title of it, you know, perhaps is not as iconic as cerulean, but that yellow is, yes, it is perfect for coloring suns. It is also a post-it color, right? Like it is the color, it is the color of Bert. <laughs> Bert. Like we, it is, and it is such a perfect um, shade. Yes, sometimes it does kind of get lost, but that's something about the intransigence. Intrans, that word. <laughs> it's a Saturday during quarantine, ladies and gentlemen. Please, she's trying to say intransigence. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, you must excuse her. You're my, you're, you're my quarantine translator, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> we are living in a world gone mad. So give her some space. Anyway, it's about the ephemeral nature of light and 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 growth as a dandelion is for a while a bright weed that can bring us joy if you know what to look for. So I choose dandelion. <laughs> Kate, I cherish you. I cherish that <laughs> argument that you just made. And I love, I think this is the third time you have used a Muppet slash Sesame yes. Street character as the defense for why color should go forward. <laughs> and I'm moving for that. Um, well Thank done. I'm, I'm still sticking to Cerulean. I think Dandelion is absolutely lovely. Um, I do think at this point, uh, it is when we're looking at the, the total of the Elite Eight, Goldenrod's right there, and I think Goldenrod is a far more special color than Dandelion. Um, but I'm going to take it to Joelle and, and Carissa. Joelle, where do you come down? I think I've uh, leaned back towards Cerulean. That was one of my early versions of the bracket. I had that towards the towards the winning, actually. Um, yeah. I do love the Muppet excuse. That that was a solid excuse <laughs> Thank for you. Dandelion. Always playing the Muppet uh, card. <laughs> but Cerulean, I think, uh, I think sits with me better. And I would also mention that Dandelion was actually only released in 1990. So mm -hmm. it didn't even have that long of a run as compared to just about every other color um, aside from the 93 set. So Wow. Yeah. And Carissa, where are you on this? Kate had me at Bert. Uh, <laughs> thank you, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm doubling down on my dandelion because I think that this is one of those colors where like the crayon and the name and the like the color on paper all match exactly what you expect it to be. And I hear that argument and I respect both of you, but since we're 50-50 split, again, I'm a jerk and my vote <laughs> counts twice. So <laughs> Unfortunately, Cerulean is advancing. Sorry, ladies. Uh, okay. And okay. is it it's really the okay? Patriarchy, you know. It is. Welcome to the patriarchy. Still 2020. Been in my whole life <laughs> hasn't been defeated yet. Maybe someday. Uh, next up, we have Goldenrod versus Robin's Egg Blue. And Joelle, you're going to speak on behalf of Goldenrod. 
Yeah, and I realize I did that in the first round, so I won't speak too long, and I'll let others speak. But I think Goldorod is still that that color that people just remember, and and um, yeah, the 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 actual crayon itself doesn't doesn't look as good next to the dandelion on the page, or or even in the um, in the box. But when you draw with goldenrod, you just it, it's yellow. It's strong. It, it's it doesn't hide the way you know regular yellows do. It's it's, it's, it's yellow with depth. Yeah, I exactly. Think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And again, it does look like what is supposed to look like. Goldenrod in the wild, it does resemble that color in a way that makes sense. And and dandelion, I might argue, is potentially too bright to be actual dandelion. Possibly. Um, all right. Uh, so then, Carissa, where are you on Robin's Egg Blue? Which I know you talk shit about in round one. So this is going to be fun. <laughs> I know. Exactly. So full disclosure, I, I talk shit about this. Um <laughs> And so now having to defend it, I was like, oh, I'm, I better Google Google image search this color. Um, when you Google image search Robin Egg Blue, you come up with so much stuff. Like the Crayola crayon is in there as are actual Robin's eggs. Um, but like this color is so popular, I did not realize. It's basically Tiffany Blue. Um it is really popular with paint swatches, apparently. Um, and I think it's, uh, I will say that I was a little bit swayed by Eric's argument um, in the previous round about how it is a very accurate color to what Robin's eggs look like. Um, I grew up in town, uh, but we would still find them uh, broken in our yard. And yeah, that it's it's actually accurate to what it is. So you know, it depends on what you're judging for, right? If you're looking for accuracy, this is a name and a swatch that matches the actual item in nature. And, you know, that that deserves credit, right? Yeah. And it's funny. I think looking back on Teenage Eric, this was the color I wanted to paint my bedroom was mm-hmm. Robin's Egg Blue. And what I somehow ended up with, and I, I don't know how I remember this, it was Roller Skate Blue, which <laughs> is completely... It like makes no sense. I don't even know what the fuck a roller skate blue is, but it was like electrically bright blue. It was almost sickly blue and (laughs) it was terrible. Um, So if I'd had a Robin's egg blue uh, bedroom, maybe I'd be a more like refined and settled human being. Maybe (laughs) I'd be a better version of myself, but I'm not. Um, So Going back to the argument with Goldenrod, you were saying that uh, Robin's Egg Blue is an extremely popular color. I agree with that. I don't know as Goldenrod has that same cultural cachet. I think it did, again, in the 70s. It's a very 70s color to me. Um, anyone want to speak in behalf of it? Go for it. Kate? Oh, Goldenrod? Yeah. Or, or are you Robin's Egg Blue still? I think I'm, Robin, I'm Robin's Egg Blue. I'm a Robin's Egg Blue. Yeah. So it sounds like it may be Robin's Egg Blue. Uh, Joelle, I know you're you're still repping Goldenrod? I mean, yeah, I, I will stand my ground on Goldenrod, but I mean, Robin's Egg Blue is a beautiful color and I don't hate it, so. <laughs> yeah. And Carissa, where are you coming down? I know you supported Robin's Egg Blue, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm a blue person and I'm liking this color more now that I'm, you know, thinking about it and remembering some of the things that you've mentioned. So I'm, I'm still repping the blue. All right, so we're going to advance Robin's Egg Blue to the final four. We have Cornflower, which is going to be supported by Carissa, versus Red Violet, supported by Joelle. Go ahead, Carissa, on Cornflower. Okay, so when you announced this as a topic, like, this was my crayon. 
it's like, you know, how I mentioned with macaroni and cheese, the millennials or younger than millennials that I work with, um, that was their crayon. Cornflower is my crayon. Like this was the cool blue to have. This was the one that everyone wanted because it wasn't blue. It was cornflower. You know, it was just like, I don't know, there was something kind of fancy about it, but it still was like a utilitarian crayon. It's kind of like the best of all the worlds. Plus, it does represent the actual cornflower, which is a beautiful flower, like a really pretty blue. So, yeah. It, to me, it's the Sarah Plain and Tall of blues. <gasps> like, you right? Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I <laughs> okay, mean that as I was a. Gonna say. No. <laughs> I say that as a as a compliment. It is like it is um strong, it is uh unique, it is reliable, it is something that you're gonna go to because you know it's gonna give you what you want. It's classic. I did not yeah, it's a classic. I did not mean that as a read. I'm so I sorry understand if that's a read. <laughs> no, I understand. Uh Joelle, you were gonna talk on red violet. Yeah. Um I have a special place in my heart for all of the colors that are two colors in one. That's a, that's a mm. big, big factor for me. And when yeah. I went through all of the crayons and I found like yellow, green and red, orange and red, violet, I, I just, I love that. I remember thinking, oh, if I mix these two colors, can I make it myself? And I remember having lots of little experiments with these colors. Red, violet is, it's, it's sort of magenta. It's sort of purple. It's sort of fuchsia. It's, it's one of those colors that you can kind of use for lots of different purposes. You can mix it with other colors. Um, hair color right now people love a red violet hair as i mentioned mm. about half my wardrobe is this kind of anywhere from like maroon to fuchsia with red violet kind of representing pretty strongly it's just a beautiful bold color and i for my skin tone it actually does seem to work so there's a little bit of that there um and then I, you know on, on the other side of it with cornflower it's just i think my biggest issue with it is it is always disappointing to me i, I would pull it out of the hmm. box and it would look like a strong bold color and then i'd draw with it and it would be really kind of weak to me um it's obviously it's good for shading and stuff like that but i never found <laughs> it to be a very strong color and when i googled cornflowers they look bolder than this color actually oh, strong. oh speaking of shading uh-oh. i know i'm not holding back friends <laughs> <laughs> um so i had forgotten let me ask you this joelle if yeah. red violet was up against a different color let's say red violet versus salmon we're just doing a thought exercise here would you still be pushing red violet over say salmon um, probably not just because of the versatility of salmon versus red violet. So this, how much of this has to do with the fact that you dislike cornflower versus how much you <laughs> like red violet? I mean, it's the fact that this, the, the pink red side of the spectrum is more interesting to me than blue. So that, that there is a piece to that puzzle, but if it was sure. like cornflower versus cerulean, I would not be picking cornflower. If it was just about any other color, I wouldn't be picking cornflower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I love it. And and again, this is one of those things where this is such a personal take, right? And if, and I can imagine, like, I'm trying to think of a color that I hate, like, (laughs) uh, puce, like if puce ends up in like the final four, I'd be like, how very dare you? (laughs) I don't hate it. Like, I want to be clear about that. I just find the actual crayon itself to be disappointing. Like, it's, it's not that I hate it. The color's fine. It fits in a spectrum of blues. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice, pretty blue. It's just not right to me. That's all. 
I did find that when I was talking about this with people in our podcast panel, cornflower was one of those colors that kept coming up like, oh, well, it better be cornflower. Like it was just one of those, like the way that you were saying about macaroni and cheese is this to the like zillennials. Cornflower, I think, was for people who grew up in the 70s, 80s. Like that was our special color, right? That color that was different than what you were used to. Kate, did you have anything else you wanted to add or where are you coming down on this? Um, I'm coming down on cornflower. Okay. Coming down on cornflower. Coming down on so cornflower. It, it sounds like we're three to one on this one. Am I incorrect? Carissa, your cornflower? Absolutely. Ride or die. Ride or die. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joelle. I, I'm afraid cornflower is going to make it to the final four. I know. It sounds like it. <laughs> but we have salmon versus macaroni and cheese. And Kate, I want you to speak on salmon. So remember when I talked about those anthropomorphic cats? Yes. They all had noses. <laughs> we're salmon colored also the insides of their ears were salmon sure it is of course. and also salmon like the food is delicious <laughs> it's just delicious and this is again i think this in the same way that goldenrod is a more complex uh uh yellow with more depth this salmon is a more complex pink that has more depth that has more shades it has more um versatility in terms of coloring things it's also a great care bear color it's <laughs> trying to trying to connect it to a muppet hold on hold on it's the color of kermit's tongue or is that a little more red you i know think what it is? it's a little it's the color of the polka dots on fozzy's iconic tie so wow <laughs> that is, that's oh. a reach right there that's it. <laughs> uh, does anyone want to vote for macaroni cheese over salmon let me ask you that crickets uh, I'm hearing yeah. nothing. I would so we be fine all- with either here. I mean, macaroni and cheese just for the iconicness of the name in the crayon. But if we're talking about the actual color, I I agree with everything that's been said about salmon. I think it's a it's like sophisticated and cool, and also like really representative of what it says it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joelle, where are you on this? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still ride or die with salmon. <laughs> yeah, and I think salmon is the correct. Like, I agree that macaroni and cheese is very much the zillennial choice and the name, etc. But now that we're talking about color specifically, I can't. I just can't see putting macaroni and cheese over salmon. And even just saying that, I'm trying to actually imagine eating macaroni oh, cheese and salmon together in a meal. And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> but like, what do you what do you color with that macaroni and cheese orange? Like, what would you actually use it on? Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> you, you, you color your dinner. That's what you yeah, exactly. it's like it's not. It's too concentrated for that. Even you know, it's not even representative. There. Yeah, that, I don't know yeah, what that, you would yeah. use it for. So that was my concern. It's too bright to actually represent the actual food. So it's it's its own thing. Yeah, I think it's like a, a kid, a boy, a little boy kid, like drawing superheroes and stuff is going to use that for like explosions. Mm. That's mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. what I'm, it fits what into I a big with. fire. Yeah, it's one of it's sure. one of the five colors in a fire. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we go. So it sounds like we have a final four of cerulean, robin's egg blue, cornflower, and salmon. So it's three blues and one pink, and I feel like <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> accurate, right? <laughs> The patriarchy is present. I'm just putting that out there. It is. Um, <laughs> but I also feel there's a great filthy joke in three blues and one pink. And uh-huh. I don't know exactly where to go with that. Um, we're going to go right into it. So first matchup, Cerulean versus Robin's Egg Blue. I'm going to go around the horn and just do a quick poll. Uh, Kate, which one are you? I'm Cerulean. I am. Uh, Joelle. Cerulean. Carissa. I'm Cerulean. 
I am also Cerulean. So it is actually a sweep for Cerulean. On the uh, right side of the bracket, we have cornflower versus salmon. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to start with Joelle. Oh, oh, you know, I'm still salmon, friends. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I'm going to go to Carissa. Cornflower. Kate. I'm going to go for salmon. (gasps) I also am going to go for salmon. (gasps) I know. I, know. Oh, I didn't I even d- drop my best salmon stuff yet. <laughs> oh, well, it's good that you held on to it because now we're in the final round. Now, Carissa, Cornflower was your ultimate winner, right? It was, yes. Oh, so, I'm sorry. I'm a little but sad hey, about that. Final four is nothing to sneeze at. So we are down to a final two of Cerulean versus Salmon, Blue versus Pink. It sounds like Joelle has something to say about salmon. I'm going to let you take it. Well, I, very two small things. First of all, um, Kate, thank you for the Muppet reference because salmon ear innards is a big thing. It's a big, huge thing. It's yes! very important. Mouth innards very too, important. both. Very special. Um, the other thing I will just mention, as a Jew from Connecticut, that color just goes all the way back to my to my childhood. Salmon was a present every Sunday morning on a bagel. You just, mm. what are you going to do? Smoke salmon. Salmon. All right. I I will now hear arguments for cerulean. Bagel arguments are fully acceptable. And uh, frankly, now I'm hungry because I haven't had a bagel in a long time. But Kate, go ahead. Um, I cerulean like that again. My favorite colors are are your blue greens, your bright like just um uh, saturated blues and, and Cerulean's a beautiful one and it has the sort of like iconic pop culture again for doing that kind of pop culture thing like that pop culture moment in devil was devil wears prada um but honestly i don't know like i'm i'm arguing for something but i don't know i i feel true this feels extremely like symbolic to have a blue versus a pink and and i and i i find myself unable to choose which i would Hold on. I need to, someone else convince me. Someone else, someone else give an argument. So, Carissa, do you want to step in here? Yeah. As I've been saying since the very beginning, I am a blue person. Blue is my favorite color. Like, it definitely have preferences for certain shades of blue over other blues. But in general, like, I'm going to go with the blue. And I think that the cerulean blue is a really pretty blue. Like, it's got some depth to it. It's it's a little bit sophisticated. It's not, it doesn't feel dated. It feels kind of classic while also being modern. I don't know. It just is, like, a real color. It doesn't feel manufactured. It doesn't feel synthetic. Like, that's the problem with the macaroni and cheese color, right? Like, this feels really natural and really beautiful and... We know Crayola does really good blues. People love the blues. And I think we need to have a blue winner. <laughs> I, it's a great argument. And I will say that I think that you I'm sorry, I'm not going to take, wait, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to mansplain it. I'll say this. Because <laughs> that would be a very blue thing to do. And that's not who I am. Um, but I think that Cerulean has a timelessness to it, right? Like there are mm-hmm. some colors that are dated. Cerulean is not. And it's been there. I mean, Joelle, you're my expert on this. It's been there for a long time, right? Actually, no. I was mistaken earlier. It was also released the same time as Dandelion in 1990. I, I noticed no that. No kidding. Like, no kidding. Why is beyond its years? When I was Googling right. Cerulean, Cerulean is, is not a thing like everything else. Cerulean is just a color. Right, um, exactly. E- everything else was like nature or or construction materials. If we're talking about brick <laughs> red, uh, cerulean was not. <laughs> right, similar to like say vermilion, which is not a thing; mm. it's a color. Um, uh, or indigo. It's not, to my na- knowledge, a thing unless it's, it's there's just a indigo flat. On the spectrum, yeah. 
I believe. And I'm sure if I'm wrong about that, someone's going to chime in and be like, you imbecile. You don't know what you're talking about. And no, I don't. But <laughs> Twitter I is hot right now. <laughs> so hot. So hot. Um, but uh, like, I feel that there is a timelessness to Cerulean. And again, both of these are sophisticated adult callers. If we were doing this with children, neither one of these callers would be in the final two. That's fine. <laughs> but we are doing it as adults. And I feel like Cerulean is... Um, I was very pleased with all the blues that made the final ballot on this one. And I think that Cerulean of those truly is the best representation. You know, I've argued passionately for salmon. It's a color that is like, I always felt a little bit weird about it as a kid because it doesn't really necessarily look like it's going to be a great pink as a crayon, but it looks beautiful on the page. And I don't necessarily associate it with pink, but it totally is. And it is that rich, interesting pink, the way that Cerulean is that rich, interesting blue of the two of them. I find I agree with Chris's very good argument, which is if blue is the most popular color, how can we have anything but a blue is the ultimate winner here? And I think this Cerulean is my pick. Uh, Kate, did you make a decision? Yes. I'm going to go with salmon. Okay. Oh, I know. And it's because I think that based on just like the two colors alone, they are evenly balanced, but I have a personal connection. I remember coloring with salmon and I don't remember coloring with cerulean. So that's well, my... did it exist? When I know you were it. Kid? I mean, it, it I was 10 if it came out in 1990, but I the, <laughs> the the majority of my crayon years were pre 1990. So sure, yeah, sure. Uh, and Joelle, are you sticking with salmon? You know, I, I am, and, and and maybe that's partly because if if blue is the most popular color, is that because of the patriarchy? Just gonna put. That <gasps> Oh, that's my final I like defense. It. That's a that's a great argument, uh, Carissa. Are you still steadfast on cerulean? I am reclaiming the blue to uh, the feminist side. Uh, yeah, I'm a steadfast blue lover. Yeah, colors don't and have I, genders. Yes. <laughs> there we go. There and so you that go. helps me with with this argument because it's non gendered. And if I have to say, if you're putting those two crayons in front of me, which one am I picking up? I'm gonna go to cerulean. I just I I am, um, and I I don't see myself going to salmon. I do remember coloring the salmon as a kid, and again I I remember thinking that it was a weird color. It's a beautiful color now, but as a kid, it just didn't sit with me the same way that I think it maybe sat with you. That's fine. This again, this is hugely individual. I'm not going to be swayed against Cerulean, I don't think. <laughs> so that gives us a 50-50 split. We have never had this Ooh. for a final pick. Are any of the Salmon people willing to be convinced and moved over to Cerulean? Or do we need to go to a indecisive winner? I think that because I remembered that color does not have a gender, <laughs> <laughs> then I can be convinced happily to accept Cerulean as my new overlord. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you know, you make a really good point. I was going to be over here asking if there's a color in between cerulean and salmon that's on the purple spectrum that we could pick instead. Oh. But oh. since none of those were actually in the 16, I'm not going to make us go through that project. So uh, <laughs> I, I agree. You're right. Color should not have a gender. I'm still on the salmon side, but if you go cerulean, I will not be upset. <laughs> Kate, are you, are you are you sufficiently swayed? I am. I am sufficiently swayed. I am. Okay. All right. So I think that actually ended up being a really interesting commentary on gender and colors. <laughs> but I was not expecting to happen in this debate, but I'm so glad that it did. And um, we should all feel as confident as those twinks at Bear Week and wear whatever we want in order to turn the heads that we're trying to attract. So here, here. there you go. 
Here, here. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Our pick for the best Crayola crayon color is Cerulean. Was it the pigment of your imagination or did we color way outside of the lines? Head to thegreatpopculturedebate.com and leave a comment on this episode. And while you're there, vote on the open ballots for future episodes or suggest more topics for us to cover. I want to thank my panel for their color commentary and thank you for listening. Now, bust out some adult coloring books, maybe even some adult adult coloring books. <laughs> and I hope that you have the best day ever. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Thanks.